0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great
1: Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, My name is Tim Moser, and I am your host today at uh, Real Presence Live. And so wonderful to have you all here. Uh, I'm coming at you live in the Fargo Studios from uh, the Cathedral on the Railroad Track. You betcha. I have a couple friends here in the studio that we're going to talk uh, talk about uh, some great things. We're, we're having a little problem here in the studio with with hearing things in the headphones. This, this is kind of what's going on. These things really do happen, right? So we can laugh. It's okay. It's like... Why is Tim stumbling and bumbling more than usual? Even you know, and so you, you don't really have to have uh, those those on, I guess. Okay, but we'll we'll figure it all out. So, but anyway, I've got uh, Angela Wombach here. She, of course, is the executive director of the Women's Care Center in Fargo, and Chris Haycraft, who is the director of the Pregnancy, Parenting, and Adoption <laughs> Services for Catholic Charities.
0: That's exactly right. Good job.
1: Wow. Whew. Okay. I'm exhausted. (laughs) But what we want to talk about today is this, you know, I'm not going to get into any specifics, but we all know what's out there in the culture and in the news basically saying, oh, you know, now with this Dobbs decision, you know, there's, there's, you know, we're not going to have health care, all this kind of stuff, you know, and what we really want to dig into is something that very few people know about. There is great resources and help for pregnant women, for parenting women, for young families, and the really cool thing, what I'm so excited about, because you get to work with, with Angie and Chris on this, and uh, parishes, but not just Catholic churches, communities, ministerial associations, um, fraternal organizations, I mean, you name it, I'm just so excited because we're all coming together. To pool our resources, to pool our relationships, wrap these people in love and show them that we care about you. You know, one of the things that the church is, you know, uh, always, or, or even a pregnancy center, they can say, well, you just care about babies till they're born and then you just whatever. No, that, that can be further from the truth. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to let Angie go first. We're going to talk about what they do at the Women's Care Center. And Chris is going to talk about what she does. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what we do and how we all work together and some of the exciting initiatives coming down the pipe for real help, for real women, real families. I'm excited. Angie, go ahead. All right. Pressure's (laughs) on. (laughs) No, just tell us what you do.
2: Yes. No, we offer free and confidential pregnancy testing and um, limited ultrasounds. And basically limited ultrasounds just means we are focusing on the first trimester, identifying that there is a pregnancy in her uterus, that um, there's a heartbeat in, and that also about approximately how far along she is, gestational age. And then we also do goals counseling um, and options counseling. So options, we just really walk them through, you know, where meeting them where they're at and talking with them and finding out more about them and what their thoughts are and their goals in life and everything. And And helping them, you know, help them help themselves make Mm -hmm. that best choice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we also meet with them for goals counseling, which can be one-on-one. And that's helping them with either, you know, can be one-on-one parenting or pregnancy education, healthy relationship education. But it can also be helping them, you know, connect with other resources and agencies within the community to help meet the needs that they have. Because, um, you know, women that come through our doors have a variety of different reasons and circumstances going on. Might need housing, might need counseling, might need WIC, um, adoption services, you know, anything
1: Pointing like that. Pointing at crisp, by the
2: way. <laughs> um, so, you know, really connecting them and helping them, you know, meet all of their needs as well. as And, you know, like I always say, our first goal is really to help them choose life. But our second goal is to help create self-sufficient families. Mm-hmm. We also offer goals count or group co- classes which are pregnancy related or parenting related, healthy relationship, just basic life skills. Mm-hmm. Um, we do those on a weekly basis. We've also started a new class which is a mom support group in mm-hmm. It's called Feel Good Fridays. and I love it. Yes, yeah, one of our awesome counselors who has her master's in counseling actually runs the group and really tries to put a mental, positive mental health focus on it. Um, the women get to pick their topic. It really, you know, kind of what pertains to them in the moment, and it's more of a support group kind of, you know. She's the facilitator, but yet, you know, they're kind of supporting and helping one another, which has been a fantastic addition to our programming as well. Um, we have our crib club. So anytime a woman comes in or you know, father or baby mm-hmm. comes into our center and comes to any appointments or any classes. They earn coupons and they can use coupons as cash in our crib club and they have just about any baby item you can, you know, think of. And they also, we can do special orders of cribs, car seats, high chairs, different things like that for them too. Um, so that's been a really good option that they really like to have.
1: That's Angie Wombeck from the Women's Care Center in Fargo. And it's a couple of things, a couple of words to stick out on my mind, Angela. Connection. I, I couldn't help but think of, other choices that a woman has made and, and, and regrets, you know, there's not a connection. There's not people sitting down and communicating and walking with you and accompanying you and loving you. You know, it is just, oh, we'll, we'll solve this and then we're done. And then they leave us like, what what, what what went on? Yeah. And then they're so lonelier than ever. I just love this. I, I may have shared this story with you two before, but when I was uh, coaching at Concordia, probably, gosh, 15, 20 years ago now, I had a player who came to me who was was pregnant. And she said, I don't know what to do. She was crying and I said, you know, I don't exactly know what to do that. I do know to do one thing. And I took her down to his first, first choice clinic mm-hmm. at that time. And it was just amazing. They wrapped her in love. It was just so wonderful. And she's, every day she comes to. Oh my gosh, I did this, you know. And, and so on. I can't remember the people's names, right? But they're they're helping me with this. I'm talking with this. I'm going out to my friend. It was, it's so good to see that that connection. That it was it was so amazing. Mm-hmm. And she chose life. She chose to keep her child. She got married, and she actually was one of the, the you know the witness testimonies at the mm-hmm. banquet. Probably you know, when, when her child was like one year old. I just went. This is way so cool. It's amazing. And I think what you
2: um, identify there is is we really do build relationships with these families that come through our centers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, you know, they, you know, come to us on their way home from the hospital to show off baby. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the best part for us, (laughs) you know, and we get to see these families really grow and and then start to flourish. And it's awesome.
1: And the second thing you didn't exactly use the word, but is joy. There is joy in what you do. There is joy in what you do, Chris. There's joy in life. Absolutely. (sighs) Okay. Hi, Chris. Hi. Chris is <clears throat> works just down the hall from me. I go down and see everyone small. I said... Chris, you want to be on the radio tomorrow? Okay, so is Angie going to be there? Yeah. Oh, of course I'm coming. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, Chris, uh, again, why don't you throw our listeners a little bit about what you do?
0: Sure. You know, I'm the director of the Pregnancy, Parenting, and Adoption mm-hmm. Services Program. You say However, that so much more smoothly. Sounds really good, right? I was going to say. So we serve the whole state of North Dakota, and we have social workers around the state that just work with moms who are expecting and then after baby. So we work with anybody. So people can come to us in any position. In life, sometimes they come to us and they are, you know, they, they have a job and they are stable and they are eating properly and they have medical care, but they're just not certain of what the best option is for babies. So, really doing that decision making, options counseling, talking about the, the pros and cons of parenting, talking about the pros and cons of adoption. Sometimes women come to us and they have nothing. There's no home, they're not eating properly, they're fleeing an abusive situ- situation. Um, and no matter what, when women come to us, we just start exactly where they're at. Mm -hmm. We find out where they're at, they find out what their need is. And then we connect them with resources and kind of walk along that journey with them. And we always refer, um, you know, to Angie's program because they have such a great, great resource in our community. Um, you know, and it's, and it's going that extra mile. So, you know, if someone is saying, Hey, I, you know, I, I have struggles with food, you know, so instead of just saying, let, you know, Apply for SNAP. Go to WIC. So we're helping them with those applications. We're taking them to those appointments. We're making sure that you know afterwards we're going to the store and saying, okay, here's how to use your WIC app, and, and here's how to shop mm-hmm. for vegetables, and here's what's healthy. And, and just kind of starting exactly where they're at and making sure that by the time baby comes, they are ready, um, and no matter what their choice of parenting or making an adoption plan is.
1: Mm, that's so true. Thanks, Chris. Very well said. You both hit on something that I just want to s- touch on for a little bit meeting them where they're at. I'm just thinking if no matter what situation I'm in, I feel so good, so accepted, so much at peace when someone understands, meets me where I'm at. They listen, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's an important part. You both talked about that in building that relationship and building trust.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just want people to know that that it's unconditional love. You know, mm-hmm. when, you, when you come, it's unconditional positive regard. You are in kind of charge of your life, and we're going to support that, and we're going to build that, and there is nothing cooler than seeing coming someone coming in feeling defeated and hopeless and somebody leaving your program, feeling confident and involved and supported and, and active in their community. It's, it's a phenomenal experience. Mm-hmm. It really is.
1: Yeah. So true. And me, just so the listeners know, I am the director of the Respect Life Office at the Fargo Diocese. And this is my second year, almost completed two years now. And um, of course, what I try to do is I try to get whatever resources resources are available, try to connect people together. I do some teaching, some education along the lines of what it is to be a human person, you know, what options are here, you know, and and, and what's what's really the, the way to love, you know, because there's there's so many. So many ideas, quote unquote, here about, about the way we should do things. And it really comes down to what is the human person. If we understand what the human person is, then we understand human dignity. And the number one thing is that every human person from the womb to the tomb has the right to life. Mm-hmm. And that needs to be not just respected, but totally. I, I just got a call yesterday. This this is a true story. <laughs> the secretary says, Tim, I've got someone online too. She says, and... Uh, and he was totally bit about what he wanted. And so I talked for 45 minutes to an hour. Now, he, he's a Catholic, he said. "You know, He says, I don't understand where the church forces down our throat that you have to have a child. I think there's a time you need to have an abortion. So I used my three L's. Listen, learn, love. I said, okay, can, you know, I could throw the arguments out at this person, but they'd be like bouncing off a brick wall, right? I wasn't meeting where he's at. So I just listen. Tell me. Tell me more. Then, oh, that, that must be a very difficult situation. He's going, yeah yeah you know so anyway to make a long story short after the 45 minutes to an hour i have no idea if i changed his mind or that really wasn't my goal my goal was to meet him where he's at to listen so that when he hung up the phone he says you know that person cares about me you know Mm -hmm. and the holy spirit will work but if i just would have thrown a couple arguments at him and and thrown him away he said yep that's just what i thought that's that's all they are and he would have had a hardened heart so anyway Mm -hmm. pray for him his name is chris Chris, we pray for you that God will just touch your heart to the truth and the love and have you be at peace with that. But that's what I'm saying. So if you're looking at making connections, meeting people where they're at, accompanying people, it takes time. It takes effort. Absolutely. But the rewards are great. And that, as John Paul II says, is the only true response to the human person, love. And that's what Angie and Chris are doing so, so well. So after the break, that's kind of why I do. I'm so excited. After the break, can you tell I'm excited, by the way? <laughs> After the break, we're going to talk about, kind of, it's kind of a new initiative that they we're all putting together. Basically, it's to see how we can work with each other, but not just us, people in small communities, big communities, churches, parishes, wherever you're at, what we can do to help and how we can all do this together. And it's very, very exciting and it's working. We'll talk about that right after the break. You're listening to Real Presence Live and we'll be back right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on
0: the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio
1: Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio, with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? A gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kedrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started.
0: All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Dr. Ryan Sappo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of
1: faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser coming at you here with Angela Wombeck and Chris Haycraft. We are at Fargo Studio, downtown between the railroad track and the cathedral, the Meadowlark building. Look for the big yellow bird on the east side, and you'll see it. Well, hey, we are having an amazing, awesome discussion about how we help women, young families in need. Again, what's our overall thing? Many people say that pe- people of faith especially only care about babies until they're born. And then it's like, you know, you force us to have this baby. No, here's what we're doing. We're walking with you. We're loving you. We're loving them. We're loving all human persons involved, born, unborn. That's right. That's what we do. We love We love. And so I was sitting there just a couple months ago now, and the USCCB has this program, United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, called Walking with Moms in Need. And it's a great idea. It is both solidarity and subsidiarity. What do I mean? Solidarity means you work with others. We're going to talk about that. What's subsidiarity? It means address what you can at the most local level. In other words, you know, the government has programs, the state has programs, the county has programs, but None of them know what's going on right down your street, right in your hometown store, right in your church, right in your school. And you do. That's subsidiarity. So this plan is goes like this. Let's take the resources that we know we have, such as the women's care centers, Catholic charities, right? All these type of things. And let's know what's available there. Okay, boom. But now let's take that and let's ask them, Angie, what do you need? How can we help at a local level? Chris, what can we do to help you? And so the exciting thing is we got together and said, you know what? Let's go to each of our, it's called deaneries. There's eight areas in the Fargo Diocese, the eastern half of North Dakota, called deaneries. And we went there along with a church that has really uh, got this Walking with Moms in Need program going very, very well. And we just presented and said, hey, here's what's going on there. Here's what we can do. How can we work together? And the big thing is now... Go home, because there's people in need right in your area. What do you have? In addition to these resources we have, what do you have right in your area? People, are, of course, are our number one resource. But you have things you can do to help people. So it, it's great. One quick little story. So the uh, the Wapenum group at St. John's Church really has a, has a great, 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 great program. But it's not just giving people things. And here's the story that, that proves it. Uh, when they went to knock on the door, they were bringing some necessary items to the family, which is great. But I think it's one of, the, one of the kids, they opened the door and they said, your church friends are here. <laughs> you see, your friends, right? They're accompanying. It's a friendship. It's not just we're dropping it off and by. No, no, no. Come on in. Talk, you know. So anyway, a relationship, right? Meaning where they're at. So anyway, I'm excited about that. So let's talk a little bit, Chris and Angela, about, um, you know, what we can do, how we're networking and, and what people can do to help you, to, you know, at their local level. Chris, going first. Yeah. All right, I'll
0: go first. Um, you know, I think the first thing that I always want to say is is to pray. You know, is to to pray for anybody who is expecting and wasn't expecting to mm-hmm. be expecting. Ooh, I like that because that's mm-hmm. a that's a very scary uh, place to be. And and if you don't know that there's unconditional love out there, it can be a, a very lonely place. Mm-hmm. Um, so just praying for them that they know that there are people out there that will love them, mm-hmm. that will not judge them, that will start exactly where they're at, and that will help them prepare for a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so and that prayer is just really important because the Holy Spirit can get mm-hmm. those women to us and get them where they need to go. Um, the other thing is just to be a support to that person down the road. You know, we talk about. Sometimes people are quitting their jobs because their child care is sick and their job is saying you can't miss one more minute of work. Well, if your church can connect you with somebody down the road who would mm-hmm. love to care for baby for, you know, an afternoon or whatever, and that saves your job, those little connections go so far, you know, yeah. they're just, they go a long way. Um, and then just for us, every and I'm sure for you, everything that we do is is free yeah. to the people that we serve. So you know, supporting us financially, supporting <laughs> us with those needed baby items. Um, we have a bundle up your baby bump event twice a year here in Fargo. Wapaton is doing one in September. You know, if if you have old baby items in your garage, donate them so that we can get them a good home um, and take some of that stress off new families. Mm-hmm.
1: Just as an example, thanks, Chris. As an example, you talked about this bundle up your baby bump. Tell them a little bit about our one in the spring, where it was and how much stuff we had and how quickly oh, it went. Oh,
0: goodness. So we, Shanley <laughs> was amazing and let us use their gym, which mm-hmm. was phenomenal, and we thank them. Um, so we, uh, I think, pretty much would say the whole gym was full. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just packed full of needed baby items and we had over 400 folks come who needed baby items and I think our gym was pretty much cleared out within (laughs) a couple of hours Um, and so you can come in and it's a free shopping experience you can take what you need Um, and we heard stories afterwards that were so touching you know folks that were new to the United States and you know just were able to kind of get some of those things that they left behind you know we heard stories of, of families who you know, had a daughter who was pregnant and they were just devastated and, and in such a hope, hopeless place. And after they came and were able to get some baby items, they started to feel that joy and to started to feel that excitement and they, you know, it opened communication for them. And so just that small event made such a difference in so many people's lives. And it's, it's amazing to be able to, to have an event that gives you baby items, but it does so much more.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Two things come to mind, Chris, when you say that. The first one is prayer. Uh, We we should mention, absolutely, that the USCCB, that is the number one thing, and you're absolutely right. Getting back Mm -hmm. to our example, in in Wapaton, they have prayer teams. There's like about 20 to 25 people involved, and they each go to pray uh, at the church on Wednesday for two or three hours. A team one, first week, team two, the second week, et cetera, You know, it's just amazing. They know it has to be backed in prayer, so that is awesome. The second thing is I want to use this a little bit, Wapitin in and you as a little example. I called up my contacts from Wapiton and said, hey, the, you know, Chris is doing this bundle up your baby bump. Are you interested? They said, okay, so they came up. They came up when we were setting up, right? You got to know them. They came up the day that of the event, the next day. Yes. And now, you know, we stay in contact with them, and now they, like you said, are doing one
0: they are doing one and I met with them yesterday and they are collecting items and they're so excited <laughs> and we're looking at how we're going to market this and make sure that everybody in need is able to get there um, and it's just a really exciting thing it's a great partnership they are able to to you know Energize their local community, and I'm able to bring in some of the expertise of having done this if a few times now, um, and it, it's just an amazing partnership, and I can't wait.
1: Yeah, it's so true, and and they've, they, I mean, they've contacted the college, the ministerial association, all of our different, you know, things in their society, the fraternal organizations. Everyone knows about it. Everyone is contributing either money or storage space or something in some way. It's great to see, and that's exactly what we've been talking about. People, can, I can do this. I can do that, and that's exactly what this is. Notice, it's solidarity because they're working with Chris and Angie, but it's also subsidiarity because right here in our little town, we're doing this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, Angie, with you, I know I've talked with you about, I've got what's called pro, I have, but I have a list of pro-life missionaries, you know, mm-hmm. uh, basically people from each deanery. And I'm gonna, I'm, if I haven't given you the list, I'm giving you the list because I said, Angie, what can we do? You said, well, it would be really nice because you get people from all over. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for help. Mm -hmm. And now you you might set up an appointment with them in, you know, a county like three or four, you know, hours away. But you have no way to get them there. So you said, hey, if if someone can kind of take that up, right, and help them get there. So talk a little bit about some things we can do to help you. I think that's one example uh, at the local level.
2: Yes. No, um, just connecting with us, referring people to us. Like I said, we do see people from all over in between our Devil's Lake, Bismarck, and Fargo locations you know, we kind of cover a lot of the state, um, so anyone can refer to us at any point in time during pregnancy, after pregnancy. We are we're here to help them, and having the connections at churches that are doing things like walking with moms in need is is ideal because you're making those connections and you can solidify and you're giving them another safe place to go. Mm, I like that, and um, so I think you know that's just amazing and. Oh, Go on going back to like the baby bump i mean we kind of partnered with you this year and we because we too collect um used items as well because we give those free to our clients mm-hmm. too and like chris mentioned it's it's very much appreciated and needed in their certain circumstances when women need quite a bit and it's really nice to be able to have those items to give um, and what we've done this past time is we you know took what extra we had too and brought them and we've past couple times we've absolutely phenomenal sending our clients their way as well and our clients love going to that event so that's you know how we're collaborating working on things like that too um we also have a crib club in which is all new items in the baby store um that they earn with their coupons and so we are always looking for donations for that um currently right now our biggest need is size five and six diapers and (laughs) pull-ups okay um But yeah, and prayer, prayer is so, so essential. Not, you know, for, you know, we daily pray at the center and we pray for women to find us, right? To that, you know, more and more women will come to our doors and I want to get busier and busier, Mm. (laughs) busier, because that means we're meeting needs. So those referrals are so valuable. And then, like you mentioned before, support. We're here to support the women that walk through our doors and many of them don't have support in their lives and we become that support we become that daily connection we'll have women that will come in just to stop in and say hi how about a shop in the crib club or they just want to talk to their counselor for five minutes or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is we really become you know a source of support in the community for them.
1: Absolutely so you can see how we're networking and working together so I'm very excited. a week from tomorrow uh, July 21st Angie and Chris will be with me. Christopher Dodson from the North Dakota Catholic Conference, Tim Miller from Pro-Life Action Minnesota, Gail Wagan from uh, Lutherans for Life, uh, it's Gianna uh, Maternity Home, Mary Pat Yanner's going to have some information. What am I saying? 40 Days for Life. We're all getting together, and we're inviting every single church from the Diocese of Fargo to Zoom in, priests, their staff, and their pro-life missionaries, their pro-life missionaries, because there are people out there going, okay, but what can I do? Here's what you can do. You know, you tune in. You've heard what we've we've said. Each locality will know what the big, you know, the Women's Care Center is doing, what Catholic Charities is doing, but will also know how you can network, what you can do in, in your own, in your own, um, Community. We'll have the Whapeton Church presenting. We have a church in Lemoore that was inspired by what Whapeton did, and now they are doing it in a smaller parish. You might say we're too small. You're never too small. Mm-hmm. You're never too small. There's great things for all of us, and so that's the beauty of it. We're going to spread this across the diocese, and again, it's not a Catholic Church thing. It's a community wide thing. It's, it's a human person thing. So everyone can help, and that is the key. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm so excited for that because that what, what will you get? What will you get from this? You'll know here's exactly what I can do right in my own area to help these women and these people in need. Angela and Chris, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. (laughs) Up next, Father Shannon (laughs) McKay talking about life after Dobbs. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this.